Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Midtown Atlanta, it's time for Top Docs Radio, brought to you by Medical Association of Georgia. With over 7,800 physician members, MAG is pleased to advocate on behalf of Georgia's patients and physicians. Visit mag.org and on Twitter at mag1849. Join the conversation on Twitter at Top Docs on BRX. Hello, everyone. It is CW. Thank you for checking out the Top Talks Radio Show. On this week's episode, I featured Mr. Cashflow, David Weiner. He's the CEO and president of Cashflow Strategies Incorporated. I met David a few weeks ago, and as we got to talking about the various ways that Cashflow Strategies Incorporated is able to help their clients, I knew I had to have them on the show to talk to our healthcare listeners, many of whom are physicians or physician practice managers. Having spent a number of years as a practice manager himself, David Weiner was very familiar with the challenges that a physician practice faces around its cash flow management. There's a number of different places within the practice across its operations where money can leak out, whether you're paying too much for energy for their light bill, or you're not collecting all the funds that you should be collecting for services that you've already provided to taxes that you're paying and a number of others. And while David's client list includes many businesses outside of healthcare, he places a particular emphasis on helping medical practices and dental practices achieve the greatest level of cash flow possible for their individual practice. Having spent a number of years in healthcare himself, he has a particular fondness and knows some of the challenges that these particular businesses are facing. Here's David talking about how Cashflow Strategies Incorporated got its start as physicians and dentists asked him to help their practice be as profitable as they should be. Doctors have said to me over and over and over again, I'm working as hard as I can possibly work. I'm as busy as I can possibly be, but I'm not making any money. What can I do within the constraints of my practice to see more of a profit in my practice? You can't just raise prices. You can't just see more patients. You can't do those kinds of things. And so I did a lot of research and I got to know some companies that could come alongside and help. Spent a long time referring the doctors that I know to other companies. And then I thought, wouldn't it be better if they had one place they could go where somebody could show them how they could do all of these things and basically make their practice more profitable without having to work harder? They work hard as it is. And so I vetted some of the best of the best companies that are out there and basically put together Cashflow Strategies, Inc., for that purpose. I've affiliated myself with those companies. So now I can serve them rather than referring them to a whole myriad of other people. Stick around. I got the full interview with Mr. Cashflow coming up next. Good afternoon, everyone. It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Top Docs Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today. Really pleased to be bringing this guest to you. As you know, I've been a part of a medical practice in the Atlanta area for a number of years, and so I know very well how challenging it can be for a medical practice to try to guard cost. There's all different kinds of ways where money can leak out um, and go through the process of trying to get paid by your third-party payers and Medicare and all of that chasing reimbursement. So anything that we can do that will help our colleagues out there in the medical community and dental community um, do a better job of keeping more of the revenue that they do manage to collect because it's a challenge. Uh, We want to be able to introduce them to all the different ways that they can do that. And this next guest, David Weiner, also known as Mr. Cashflow. We got LinkedIn, I think, on LinkedIn. Mr. Cashflow, underscores between. I think that we got connected via LinkedIn. That's how I found out about you, I believe. And once I got to talk to you a little bit and learn about the various ways that you have available for 
your clients to save them money or to bring in money that they've already earned. I was like, we got to talk because uh, our, our, our listeners need to know about some of the things that you can do because they're they're quite impressive. And in, in many cases, you're able to, with the solution that you get them logged into, they can actually save money right away or make more money right away without having any outlay of cash. They're not, they don't have a spend in some cases. Actually. In most cases, the things that we do, uh, there is no spend for them. Or if there is a spend, it's net of savings that they're going to make because the whole point of Cash Flow Strategies, Inc., is to increase a medical or dental practice's cash flow, boost their bottom line. We can save them taxes. We can save them expenditures. We can also increase their revenue without having to see more patients. Well, so introduce folks to your background. How did you get to where you are now in terms of providing the services that you're providing through cash flow strategy? A long and winding road. I, I've been working with the business of medicine since about 1980, 1981, spent some time running a medical practice. During that time, worked real hard to tweak the cash flow of the practice and got to know some other doctors, went into consulting, spent a lot of years doing consulting with medical and dental practices. And over the years, doctors have said to me over and over and over again, I'm working as hard as I can possibly work. I'm as busy as I can possibly be, but I'm not making any money. What can I do within the constraints of my practice to see more? of a profit in my practice. You can't just raise prices. You can't just see more patients. You can't do those kinds of things. And so I did a lot of research and I got to know some companies that could come alongside and help. Spent a long time referring the doctors that I know to other companies. And then I thought, wouldn't it be better if they had one place they could go where somebody could show them how they could do all of these things and basically make their practice more profitable without having to work harder? They work hard as it is. And so I vetted some of the best of the best companies that are out there and basically put together Cashflow Strategies, Inc. for that purpose. I've affiliated myself with those companies. Okay. So now I can serve them rather than referring them to a whole myriad of other people. I see. So you stitched together different resources that individually would have an impact on how much money was dropping to the bottom line. Right. I, I tell my doctors, and I, I work very closely with my doctors, um, whatever it is that makes you wake up at night in a cold sweat, I want to be the first person that you call. Because if call me before your accountant, call me before your attorney, if I don't have an answer for you, I can get one for you pretty quickly. And then you know you have somebody that you can talk to right away. Well, talk about some of the ways when you get to meet a client, you start talking about their practice. Are there some areas that you find that are typical problem areas where there's usually some low-hanging fruit, where if we just make the, this or that change, it can really make a big difference with regards to the revenue you're keeping? In a medical practice, um, one of the first things is back when I when I ran a practice, we would we would bill a certain way. We knew we were going to write off some patient balances. We really didn't care because we made almost all of our money from the insurance companies. Yes. It's not that way anymore. And so many practices that I talk to are doing billing and follow-up and collections the exact same way they did it 30, 35 years ago. I like to ask them, what exactly in your practice do you do the same way you did 30 years ago? And they'll all say, well, nothing. Well, yeah, you do. You're still following up patients the way you did 30 years ago. And, and that typically is, I'll send them a statement once a month. I'll make a few phone calls. After a while, I'll either start putting some stickers on my bill saying it's past due, or I'll send them some threatening letters. 
And about 180 days, I'll toss my hands up into the air and reluctantly I'll go and give it over to a collection agency who's going to charge them between 30 and 50% of the balance to collect it. And by that time, most of the money is not collectible. So we can actually help them automate their accounts receivable. We can interface with their software, their practice management software and provide them with tools that'll actually motivate a patient to pay them faster and motivate insurance companies to pay them faster as well. That's a lot of times where we want to start because it's where the most money is leaking out of the practice. Once we get that taken care of, there's a whole bunch of other things that we can do for them that'll help them cut expenses, cut taxes, those kinds of things as well. So for for that sort of solution, David, uh, what what are we talking about? Is it is it a software application itself or does it, how, how does it? In, in some cases, it's built right into their practice management software and interface. I work with a company called TSI, TSI formerly known as Transworld Systems, which is the largest collector of medical and dental debt in the U.S. We can also do first-party follow-up for them that is very, very effective. Third-party follow-up or pre-collections for them both of those only cost them an average of $12 per claim per account when they go in rather than paying a percentage. It's actually cheaper than whatever they're doing in-house. We come alongside their billing people. We don't have to replace their billing people, but we become a tool in their hands to make them much more effective. To give you an idea, we're averaging almost 84% collected between 30 and 60 days past due. This is only past due balances but in that one month, we can pick up almost 84% of, of what's out there so that it doesn't have to go any further and it doesn't have to go to collections. And what we're talking about here is the balance billing, if you will. My insurance paid this and my patient balance is right, exactly. X. And that's what we're talking about here typically, right? We also have a way to motivate insurance companies to pay them faster. Okay. Too many practices are suffering with people hanging on hold with clerks at insurance companies for hours a day yes. while the clerks look up the claims for them. We've found that automation works with that as well. And so if a claim goes 30 days unresponsive, they can actually turn the insurance company over to us. We'll send a series of third-party demands to the insurance company, basically just motivating them or, or pushing them to contact the practice and get the, get the claim paid. By their bylaws, they're required to escalate it to a supervisor and then have the supervisor contact the practice. So rather than having people holding on hold all day, they'll be taking calls, emails, letters from insurance company supervisors who are going to tell them on this particular claim number, here's what we need to get you paid. Or, or they may deny the claim, but at least you'll know it's not hanging out in AR anymore. And if they deny the claim, then you make it patient responsibility and start down that road. We can help with that too. Mm. I I know that the insurance company has to get back to my practice within 30 days if if there's a request for clarifying information, for example, that kind of thing. They have to communicate with me if, they, they're, if they're not to. going to pay. How often do you run into that where they don't? Quite often. Quite often. Um, sometimes they'll say we never received the claim, even though electronic claim submission proves they received the claim, or they won't be able to find it, or they'll just you know, they're dragging their feet because they make interest on the money that yeah. they don't pay out. Yeah. So it's in their best interest to go as slowly as they can until they start getting third-party demands and those kinds of things, because that can affect their rating for the coming year. They don't want that. So they have to address those. It's why we would get a much higher priority than a doctor's office 
when we both contacted an insurance company about a particular claim. They know that if they don't address our issue, then it becomes a bigger deal. Now, does that go into the same sort of service that you were talking about a moment ago when we were talking about the ability to collect 84% of outstanding balances? That's just patient. 84% of patient balances after 30 days. I don't have the statistics on the insurance, but I know that it's been very, very successful. So how does that model work? I mean, if, if if my practice engages that service, am I... Like the like the patient balances that are outstanding, am I going to be paying a like a per claim value it's a, it's that's a per, not a percent? Or right, exactly. It, it it's a sliding scale that averages about twelve dollars, no matter what the balance is. According to the Medical Group Management Association, every time they send a statement, a letter, or a phone call to a patient, it costs them between ten and twelve dollars anyway. So we're actually cheaper than that. We're going to make five contacts for that flat fee. And it's going to be very, very effective. And the money goes straight back to the practice. We don't touch it. We're just motivating them to get the practices paid. It's one of the reasons why I think we're now the largest collection agency in the United States. That's pretty amazing. And and so how do, how are, obviously you're here on the show, are, how are practices finding out about the availability of your service? We are a sponsored program with the American Medical Association, so they're actually doing some marketing for Transworld, or TSI now. Uh, We are also an executive partner with the Medical Group Management Association, so there's only five companies in the country that have that designation. We've been a preferred vendor with them for the last 17 years. We're also in our sixth year of peer review with the Healthcare Financial Management Association, We are the preferred vendor for, I think, 10 or 12 state dental associations, including the Georgia Dental Association, um, and on and on and on, a lot of associations. And then there are people out like me who are going and talking to practices. Uh, Practices are talking between one another and and that sort of thing. Been talking with David Wiener, Mr. Cashflow, CEO and president of a company called Cashflow Strategies Incorporated. And as David was sharing earlier, they're able to dramatically increase the rate of collection and sounds like the pace of collection for outstanding patient balances. And and in talking to you as we were getting to know each other a little bit before the show, uh, it sounds like the way you go about it can potentially help preserve the relationship with the patient because clearly that's an that's an important one. You don't really want your patients going away mad. No practice. I know ours didn't you know, we had to grit grit our teeth when we had to get into a collections type relationship around a patient balance, because that's not really what we're about. As you talked about, we are more about relying on our income as a practice coming more obviously from the, uh, the third party payer. But nowadays, as we, as you mentioned, the payer, the, the, the patient's portion of the bill has gone up for most of them pretty significantly. Quite a bit. Yeah. In fact, according to the MGMA right now, Patient balances are about 35% of a doctor's income. If nothing major changes in the next couple of years, we're talking about over 50% of a doctor's income. They can't afford to not collect the patient balances as quickly as possible. I also work with my practices to teach them, teach their front office staff how to talk to patients about money and stay compliant with the law, how to make sure you're collecting copays as you're contractually obligated to do and not letting that money walk out the door as well. We're saving them time because all if they're using the services that TSI provides, they only, have to, only ever have to send one patient statement, and that's the one right after the insurance pays. To establish patient balance, we take it from there. 
30 days later, we started into our program and we'll handle all of that. And then they can just take payments over the phone and collect checks in the mail. So for your clients that that like that are like the practice I came from, they had a billing department. They had several folks in there that were working with, as you talked about, sitting on hold with insurance companies um, and contacting patients, obviously. How does that, how does your service integrate with them? Because you mentioned the fact that it doesn't, you don't necessitate the need to get rid of my billing department. So how do you fold into that? I, I can keep them from having to hire more, right? <laughs> but there are always more profitable things that those people can be doing, focusing on the first 30 days, focusing on getting the insurance claims in, in a timely manner, focusing on patient flow, those kinds of things. I've even had some of the, the billing people be able to spend some of their time in marketing the practice. Um, so we come alongside as a tool for them uh, I did have a large practice with over 100 providers that when we started with them had six full-time billers. Um, they didn't replace any of them, but they over the years, they lost four of them due to attrition and did not have to replace them. Mm-hmm. So it can save in that way too. And that's just you know one of the things that we do. Uh, and some of that stuff is some of the things that I do. I can also help the practices if they're looking to change their practice management or EMR software. I can get them connected to some of the major software vendors, get them some discounts, do those kinds of things as well. Uh, Because we, like I said, we interface with most of the major medical and all of the dental software. So we have a great relationship with the, with the software providers. And so we work, we work as a go-between between the software providers and the medical practice as well. And clearly from a cash flow perspective, being able to actually bring in house the revenues that you've already earned through services you've already delivered is probably would be one of the number one, if not the number one places to focus when you start working with a new practice. But some of the other things that you were telling me about that you're able to do for a group is actually just reduce the spend that they have for certain things they're going to have to have. Uh, For example, uh, most, if not all practices take credit cards for payment, uh, particularly for my copay and my deductible, those types of things. Um, Or if I'm a like a plastic surgery practice, for example, a lot of my stuff is going to be, you know, taking credit cards for that. You can actually save my practice a large amount of money annually on my payment processing. Talk about how that works. A lot of people get get into credit card processing and they stay with a vendor for a long, long time and they don't pay a whole lot of attention to their statements. One thing that we found is there's very, very little service in merchant service anymore. I'll ask practices, you know, how long has it been since you've seen your rep? Well, we don't, we don't know who our rep even is. So the, the prices can creep up. Most of your merchant service uh, providers can raise your price every six months and you don't really realize it. And so it creeps up and creeps up and creeps up. I work with practices on their merchant services as well. I've, I've affiliated myself with the one that I consider to be the best provider They guarantee low price for life. If they can't save you money on your bill right now, they'll write you a check for $1,000. They provide you with free equipment, including EMV compatible equipment. And best of all, they don't work on a contract. So you're not locked in for three years with early termination fees and those kinds of things. So my practices that are using me with their merchant services, if they have a problem or something as simple as they need more tape for their machine, they call me. And they know they can get me and they call me and I make sure it gets taken care of immediately. 
But the best thing is, I uh, one of my dental practices that I serve in the in the TSI realm, uh, I just save them a dollar fifty every time they swipe their card. So at the very least, I will go to my practices and say, at least let me give you a quote on it so that you can see what you could possibly save. Sometimes it's small, but sometimes it's very dramatic, kind of depending on how they've been managing their accounts. So that's one way we can save the money. Another way is a little bit more involved, but for a, a decent-sized practice or business, it could be it could be very, very significant. We can also do procurement outsourcing for them on all of their spendable items, all of their procurement items, other than payroll and that sort of thing, where we can get them hooked up with a company that can save them approximately 28% on all the stuff they buy from medical supplies to paper supplies to, you know, furniture and fixtures and medical equipment and all of that kind of stuff. We do it by contract annually. They can choose the the vendors they want to use. But in most cases, because this is an international procurement firm, they have great contracts with providers and can get it much cheaper than even a buying group can usually get it for them. We've been talking with David Weiner, Mr. Cashflow, and clearly got some great ways that he's able to help a medical or dental practice or a business, whether it's It'll healthcare related or not, yes, that they can actually help save a, a lot of money, bring the, a lot of money and collect it that has been already earned in terms of services delivered. Some of the things you're able to also do that I was interested in, you're able to reduce my tax liability for my practice. Talk about some of the cool ways you're able to do that. That's that's pretty exciting. There's there's two ways that we can actually attack your taxes. One is through engineered cost segregation studies. Uh, this is more for a practice that either owns their own building or has done major renovations to a leased building. The tax code basically gives them the opportunity to accelerate their depreciation through an engineered cost segregation study. When they buy a building or when they make major renovations, everything is depreciated on a 29-year on a basis. But the IRS says that a lot of those pieces and parts in your building can be depreciated either five, seven and a half, or 15 years. And so we're able to come in, do a study of the building, and accelerate that depreciation for them. In the long run, it's a wash. But if I have the choice of getting my money now or 20 years from now as a depreciation expense, I want to get it now because if I invest it back into the business, then I'm going to make a lot of money that way. And I've seen practices that saved into the hundreds of thousands of dollars in their taxes right now this year. And if if it takes their tax liability to zero, they can carry it forward into further years or go back. So it's a great thing to do. It's it's relatively inexpensive. Obviously, the only cost to that is going to be a piece of what you're saving on your taxes. So ultimately, there's no, no real liability on that. And then the other thing, which is really exciting for me, this is one of my one of my favorite things because it's a way to save taxes instantly. We have a program whereby a, a practice or a business can save on average $500 per full-time employee per year from their FICA taxes. It's a little-known part of the Affordable Care Act that was passed in 2014. And basically, when they instituted a participatory wellness program, they gave a tax credit for it. Now, there's wellness programs that, that a lot of the insurance carriers are putting out, and it's wellness components. 
but it's not the same kind of a wellness program. This works for a practice or a business that's offering health insurance or not offering health insurance. It doesn't really matter. We come in, we institute a participatory wellness program with them. Basically, all the employer has to do is say, yes, we want to do it. We handle all the the fine-tuning with their payroll people. The employees get a whole list of benefits like free telemedicine, 24-7 with board-certified doctors, no copay. They get accident and critical illness coverage, supplemental coverage. They get it, um, supplemental retirement. They get uh, a health risk assessment. They get personal trainer if they want one. They get a wellness coach. Uh, it'll pay for nutritionists. It'll pay for biometric screenings, DNA screenings, mammograms, prostate exams, all of those things. And their net pay, the employee's net pay doesn't go down a penny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the employer saves on average $500 per full-time employee per year. The employees get a whole ton of benefits, useful benefits, not unuseful benefits, but they get things that they can actually use and their net pay doesn't change. And the benefits are good for their entire family, husband, wife, children, everybody in the household. All of this extends to the entire family and their net pay doesn't go down a penny. So I was born in Oklahoma and I grew up uh, my high school years in Missouri. So it's the show me state. So when it comes to the, to the employee's pay not changing. You've actually seen this implemented in a, in a, in a business and my employees. I, I have. And actually in the state of Georgia and in other states that have state income tax, their net pay actually goes up a little bit because they don't take into effect the state income reduction in state income tax. Basically what happens is Congress has given them a tax credit for being a part of this wellness program. It's a great idea because Wellness programs have been proven to reduce the overall healthcare expense in the United States. People are healthier. They don't need doctors. Uh, sorry, doctors, but we'll, we'll get you your revenue. Yes. But they don't need doctors as much as they used to. And so it's a great plan. So they've given this tax credit, which reduces their taxable income because the employer and the employee pay FICA tax based on the taxable income both sides, their FICA tax goes down. So that's where the savings for the employer comes. The employee, those savings are basically reinvested back into the program and they get all of these benefits. If they decide, if they decided to not be a part of the wellness program, they don't get the benefits. They don't have the cost, but they don't have the benefits. Um, In this case, the, the employer winds up being the hero because they're providing all of these benefits for their employees the employees don't realize they're saving all of that money as a result of it. And the employees are, are coming away with all kinds of things that'll help them in the future. Now, I would imagine that that there's probably some people that go squint-eyed looking at you whenever you start talking about this going, that's just impossible. Well, you know, people say if it sounds too good to be true, you know, but uh, I uh, have a document from a CPA, from an attorney and from the IRS all stating that this is real. <laughs> It works. It's not going against the tax code in any way. Um, and so it, it is a legitimate thing. We've seen it happen over and over and over and over again. Very few people are talking about it because very few people know about it. Right. In fact, I just talked to a hospital down in South Georgia about this program. They have 1,100 employees. Do quick math. We're going to save them 
almost $700,000 per year. What what could they do with an extra $700,000 that they don't owe back to anybody? And they said, well, wellness is really big here. This is, I mean, everybody's talking wellness. We're going to be able to provide all of those benefits for all of their employees. How long does it take to get started once, once I realize this is available? You call me. I send you a census form. It's a spreadsheet, basically, that we we need to gather a census on your employees that tell us how much they make, make sure they're full-time, how many exemptions they take and everything. Within a couple of days, I'll be back to you with a a report that shows you exactly how much money you're going to save as an employer each year and how much the employees are going to get as far as supplemental retirement benefits and all of that each year. And then all they have to do basically is say, yes, we want to do this. We'll send in enrollers to enroll all of the employees to explain the program, show them their benefits and enroll all the employees within 30 to 45 days we start. Um, And it's, it happens from there on out. I I think that's a a great thing. I mean, I have to say, I have not been a fan of the ACA. Uh, Having been on the healthcare side of things, from my personal perspective, it's been challenging, I'll say, for the, for the healthcare community to, uh, to, to handle some of the changes that have come about. But in this regard, with placing more focus on preventive health measures and, and putting in place, if it, it gets executed like this, like, like you're describing, I mean, it's, why wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. And unfortunately, the owners are not qualified to be a part of the plan. It has to be an employee and not an owner. Oh, that's a so, bummer. But, but I'm saving all this money. I guess I can afford the company, the company that put out the wellness program and manages the wellness program has put out a piece of the wellness program that the owners can just enroll in. And so the day I heard about it, I signed up for myself because I wasn't eligible for the wellness program. It's called modern care plan. Basically it gives you some of the essentials of it. Like 24-7 telemedicine, 24-7 nurse hotline, 24-7 access to psychologists. You get discount programs on vision, dental prescriptions, lab results, those kinds of things. And the whole thing costs me $29.95 a month. Mm -hmm. So if I get sick, I don't, I, I love my doctors. I don't like going to the doctor when I'm sick, especially I have, I have asthma. So I get bronchitis a good bit. Now I call an 800 number. Within an hour, I receive a telephone call from a board-certified physician in my state, wherever I am at the time, who can either talk to me over the phone or Skype with me so that he can take a look at what's going on. He can call me in a prescription to my pharmacy, with have a discount program, and then I can go pick up the, uh, the prescription. I don't ever have to sit in the waiting room with sick people. I don't have to wait interminably in a waiting room while I'm not feeling good. I can call from the comfort of my own home. And somebody can pick up my prescription and and that's all done. And there's no cost for that. <laughs> that's unbelievable. And um, I'm, I'm definitely wanting to take a closer look at that myself. And there's a few practices that I'm going to be having to say, hey, you you all should take a look at this. And now there's one other way that, that you mentioned, in addition to some other services that we haven't had time to cover today, but that you, you mentioned that you can save my practice a great deal of money on my lighting costs yes. with 
basically what nets out to be no out-of-pocket costs. Talk about that. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, this is kind of one of those things that when I tell people I also do that, they kind of give me that sideways look, you know, what? You're into this? Everybody's talking about LED lighting. Mm-hmm. LED lighting is a tremendous boon for saving energy. And so we can, I've affiliated myself with a tremendous company that can do LED lighting conversions for your office, for your building, for whatever. They are actually the manufacturer of the lighting. So it's the latest, greatest technology. The bulbs are guaranteed for 10,000 hours. So you won't find yourself changing bulbs anymore. But the best part is it saves you 50 to 70% on your lighting bill. They've, they've made them so that none of the fixtures have to be replaced. These work with the existing fixtures. You can pop in your, your fluorescent bulbs, replace your fluorescent bulbs. If the ballast goes out in your fluorescent fixture, you just wire around it because you don't need a ballast for LED lighting. <laughs> it's all done, no money out of pocket guaranteed because the average break even on LED lighting is about one and a half years depending on the size of the building and that sort of thing. So this provider will lease or finance the purchase of the LED lighting and the installation of the LED lighting for up to five years. They guarantee that the payments on the lease or the financing will be less than your savings on electricity. So it's positive cash flow from month one. That's why we got involved in it in cash flow strategies. It's another an unusual way of building your cash flow and saving a ton of money. There are tax credits available. There are incentives from the power companies available for using green energy. There's a federal tax credit for using green energy. Um, and all of that is figured in. Plus, when you do a replacement like that, it also triggers some cost segregation savings. <laughs> and so we'll figure that all into the package and show you exactly what you can save in in maintenance, in electricity, in cost segregation savings on your taxes, all of those kinds of things. We'll research the um, tax credits that you can get and let you know that there are tax credits available on how to get them. And we can do the full installation and everything. I, I just sent a quote actually to a city in Southern California that's interested in replacing all of their streetlights with LED streetlights. I'll save the city incredible amounts of money. We're waiting mm-hmm. to hear on that. But it's, it's a great thing, whether you own the building or you don't own the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're paying the electric bill, much rather pay a much smaller electric bill. And we can tell you exactly, I mean, based upon what you pay per kilowatt hour, we can tell you exactly what your electric savings are going to be. If you tell me how, how many hours a day the lighting is on, I'll tell you exactly what the savings in electric is going to be. And then we, we'll compare the cost to that and how that all works. I think that solution is one that's like you talked about it. It's right in front of you, but you may not really notice that it's in terms of, wow, I can save that much money. I mean, that's significant when you're talking about some of the, the, the physical plants that some of these practices are running. And some, some people just have a negative opinion of led lighting because they've seen the led light bulbs and they say, it's too bright. It's too stark looking. I'm trying to keep a, we can do all kinds of, uh, colors as yeah, well as intensity now. of the LED from something that looks like candlelit restaurant to all the way up to bright, shiny, you know, white, white light, if you like that in your office, that sort of thing. It's it's great. And you're not going to be able to continue to buy incandescent and fluorescent light bulbs forever. They're going away. 
And fluorescent light bulbs, especially the new compact fluorescent light bulbs, I don't know if you've ever read the instructions on how to dispose of them. You pretty much have to call out a hazmat team to dispose of the compact fluorescent bulbs. You can't throw them in your trash. Uh, it's, It's crazy because of what's inside of them. LED lighting, you don't have to worry about any of that. So I would imagine that when you when you call, they just throw open the door and say, come on in. Come take a look. Some some have already been talking to LED companies because it is a big thing right now. And there are plenty of LED companies that are out there. My request is, great, give me a chance to quote on it and see if we're competitive. And if we are, great. And if we're not, do what saves you the cash flow. That's the whole reason I'm around. So I, I think I, we can save them more. And we can do it out of no money out of pocket. Just give us a chance to to let you know what it would be on our end. And if you find something better, I, I'm more than happy to help you with it. <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, I'm really pleased that that I got to know you and that we had you come in because some of these solutions that you're talking about are, to me, they're no brainers. And looking at what you're talking about, I mean, you can start some of these things without even having an actual cost. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. My dad was a CPA that only worked with medical practices. So from the time I was very small, I spent a lot of time with doctors. They were at the house. We were out at their office. We did all kinds of things. And so I've really developed a, a compassion for these guys. And it, I take it personally when people say, well, they don't need my money. They're rich. I know how hard they work. I know how expensive it is. I know how they struggle to keep their practices profitable. And unfortunately, you know, it's gotten to the point where some of the practices are being forced to sell the practices out to the hospitals Mm. because they just can't figure out how to stay afloat on their own. I'm a crusader for independent practices as well. I mean, we work with some, we work with some hospital physicians groups as well, but I have a heart for the independent physician who's out there slugging and trying to make a living. It's getting harder. It's getting harder and harder and harder. And so, you know, I like to be the the person who can tear open the the shirt on and have the little <laughs> S under my thing. And well, and, based uh, on some of the things you were describing, David, it sounds like you very well may be that, particularly for those practices that are you know maybe don't have the support of a big company behind them uh, that are trying to you know eat what they, you know eat what they kill that kind of thing. And and it's an amazing set of options here that in my opinion are are just easy no brainers at least worth a conversation for sure absolutely um cashflowstrategies.us is the website it is cashflowstrategies.us and i know you're on social media as well will they be able to link to it from the website um they can link to it from the website or they can find me on linkedin at at david weiner Okay. W-I-E-N-E-R. And um, if you're listening to us on the podcast and you're not done so already, you'll notice in the upper left-hand corner of the show page, there's an Apple logo there. That'll take you to the iTunes store, to the Top Docs Radio Show podcast. Please subscribe to us. That'll download the new new episode each week to straight to your device for the ride to work or, or the walking the dog, whatever the case may be for you. We hope you turn around and share this information because clearly there's some great information in this conversation that's going to help somebody that you know if they're in a medical practice of any kind or even uh, a small to mid-sized business or larger, any in- enterprise that can take advantage of some of the options that you've been talking about today. And so we hopefully uh, will 
we'll have some folks sharing that with their social media networks. And if you check us out and you have some comments, please uh, stop by on the on the uh, show page and let us hear from you or comment on the uh, on the iTunes store as well about what you heard. Suggest con- uh, content choices for us. We'll be happy to talk about things you want to hear about. David, I really want to say thanks for taking time to Can come Can I in, leave man. them with a phone number? Please do. If they, if they would like to talk to me personally about any of this stuff, they can call 888-780-1333. Be more than happy to fill them in on any details and see what we can do to boost their cash flow. Our tagline, and it's on all the videos that I do, is after all, it's your money. Keep more of it. That's right. You deserve to. The number again, 888-780-1333. Thanks so much for, for, for taking time, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. And for all the folks out there today who made us a part of their day, we want to say thanks very much. Your time is important to us. We hope to give you great information in exchange. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all same time, same place next week. We'll see you then. 